on the spencer's of pez Goking out at the cons, renaissance fests Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts You might be a trekkie, eh, sit back and watch As the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch Turn to the letter F in your dictionary And add this word to your vocabulary Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy Damn it Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby Listen up, fanboy! It's the Fanboy Prince Podcast. Introducing first, fighting out of the red corner, standing at five feet nine inches tall. Your host, still growing, Derek, the Professor. McCossum! Oh, that's good. This is Derek McCossum, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. This is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And to my left, of course, is announcer, my special guest announcer, who's yes. done the best announcement yet. Very special guest. <laughs> special guest announcer, Nate Costa here. Yeah. Greetings and salutations. And second week in a row, but this time without the benefit of an Irishman. Can- uh, Hugo Award winner, Reverend Dr. Christopher J. Garcia. Ouch, that hurts. And running all this, trying to keep tabs on it, Moral Compass and podcast producer. Rick Brett Snyder. That's right. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. We're at the front of the store, and Chris and Rick are on a couch. No, we're not. No. no. Oh, you're not. It looks like it. Oh, it's just... Very forward. There's a couch behind you. If you, you know, want to relax, we just, just in case that. we lean back. <laughs> yes. We can fall down on the couch. We totally could have gone with that. They never would have known. We would have never right. known. And Nate and I are in hover chairs. Chris uh, is wearing <laughs> pants tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we deny got, it. Deny it. We got some comics news. We got some movie news. We got some TV news. And we got some news that kind of puts it all together. And that would be that uh, Rick and Chris are fresh from Los Angeles and the Doctor Who, Who convention, Gallifrey One. Beautiful, sunny, lovely Los Angeles where we spent most of our time in the basement. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's par for the course. Okay. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's rare when I go to a convention and I actually see the sun. Um, so this, you, so did you see the sun? You know what? We did two day trips. We did. Uh, we did a trip to see the Philip K. Dick archive Ooh. at uh, UC Fullerton where I actually found a letter from Philip K. Dick to Johnny Carson. Phil Dick. Yeah. Is it UC Fullerton or Cal State Fullerton? Cal State Fullerton, yes. Okay, just making sure. Okay. I, I apologize to all of the Cal State Aggies, I guess. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. I, I, they might they're be wombats. The uh, Cal, Cal State, State wombats. wombats. Yeah. The gauchos? I think they're trying to get it changed to Sorry. womp rats. What are you studying? So Animal <laughs> husbandry. <laughs> Is there any of that down here? No, it's very difficult to do. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so you saw the Philip K. Dick archives. And the other day trip was? To the Fashion Institute of Design, Design. Management. FITM. 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 No one knows what it really stands for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know FITM. Yeah. Yeah. He knows FITM. He's been there. He knows. But they were uh, You're there. a graduate of FITM, aren't you, Nate? I am not a graduate of FITM. Oh. I went to actually San Jose State University. I just thought your seamstress skills... I'm sorry, Cal State San Jose. That's right. Sorry, Cal State San Jose. UCSJ is where I went. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So anyway, yes. And they had had the uh, 20th anniversary, 20th annual Art of Motion Picture Costume Design Exposition with, what do you say, probably about 40? At least 40, probably closer to 50. Different costumes from recent movies um, and some really old stuff like Peter Ustinov's. 
um, Laurel. Laurel from uh, uh, Spartacus? Covatus? No, Covetus. Covetus? Covetus. Oh, whatever. I've never tried to say it and, uh, the, uh Coachella? And things from both the Ben Hurds, both the 1920s and the uh, 1950s. Jean Harlow's little pants, little. Uh, she was small. Yeah, Man. she was wee. She was very she was downright wee. Yeah, okay. and actually, the, my favorite thing was uh, Mae West's corset. Yeah, beaded. Yeah, beaded, gorgeous, and probably and, I could have gotten my hands around it. And she had stripper shoes that so, were along with those. So, Rick, I want you to answer this question honestly. What did Garcia look like wearing Mae West's corset? Better than you would have thought. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> I really do have the legs Shockingly to pull off attractive. No, actually, actually, this place was Why so... Why don't you come up and vomit sometime? <laughs> this place was so tight on security. I broke out... They had a sign-up that Almost said, as tight as Mae West's corset on said, Chris. Said no cameras... No cell phones. Cell phones. I broke out my iPad because I wanted to write down some notes. Oh, and the guy God. came up and said, no iPad. So I said, well, it doesn't say it on the sign. He goes, well, we say cell phones. I said, not a cell phone. You need to update your sign. Oh, but, geez. And yeah, then the Goodwill yelled, ambassador. Rick, Rick getting <laughs> kicked out of uh, everywhere I, I he left, goes. I left shortly after that. Um, <laughs> and one of the girls was pointing at one at something on one of the uh, one of the uh, with her finger cam with a with a, a pencil laser? with the oh. rubber end of a pencil probably got within a foot of it and the the uh, the rent a cop came up swooped yeah, down freaked the geek out yeah he was uh, he was very wow. upset wow but I have to say they had Thor's hammer they had Thor's hammer and oh I wanted my. so much to buy that and it was in the store but it was part of a it was a prop with a uh, with a display. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. How much? You said it was at the store. It wasn't. It was the store. It was something that had been manufactured at some point by Golden Apple. Yeah. I remember a few years ago they had uh, Thor's hammer at a co- at comic shops. They had probably one at- like oh. It had. It has the whosoever pulled this hammer from the stone, you know, whatever it says, on the side of it. Awesome looking. At the dealer's room at Gallifrey, also had one for sale, and I think they had it for three fifty. Three hundred fifty. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Let me not get that wrong. Gallifrey. It is just Gallifrey. It's Gallifrey one. Okay. But we all say Gallifrey or Galley. Okay. But people were going to look it up. It was Gallifrey one network twenty three. Yes. Okay. Because it was a Max Headroom crossover. Okay. So. Um, and out of that, there's comics news. So we're going to come back to you. Had the comics news. You got to see some bits of. Uh, I got. We, did you? Oh, yeah. You weren't in that panel, were you? I was not in the panel. I talked to the guys after. Okay. So IDW showed art from all the upcoming Doctor Who books that they're doing. Plus, and there was a bonus podcast because you had to talk to Joshua Hale Fialkov and uh, Denton and and um, uh, Mike Matthew Dow Smith. Okay. Um, and you can go to the website right now or go back to iTunes and download that. Uh, it's a short 15 minutes uh, worth of discussion. Cool. had a great time. And, of course, we turned the microphones off and everything. And then we sat there and talked for another 45 minutes for an hour. Well, that's what and that was the best part of all. It was like, well, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember at uh, Westercon? I think it was when the horror films that Joshua was up. And that was yep. the panel. Just Josh, myself, and... Uh, Dan Wickline, I think, and then yeah. and you showed up as the audience member, and yep. we all just talked. We for just an hour. chatted. Great guys, great guys, yep. so. great guys. But the uh, the big news out of IDW was the Star Trek Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. Yes, indeed. And so the few things we did learn, they were they were a little bit tight. Uh, they they showed us some art that I was not able to photograph, uh, but I wasn't. I photographed all the art, and then they said, "Can we just give it to you?" And I said. Sure, and that's, that's we've got that up on the Fanboy, Fanboy nice. Planet site right now. Um, but there were a few things that they showed that we weren't that uh, we weren't allowed to have. 
and one of which was there's the Matt a- Smith's bow tie. No, the alien. One of the alien races in the uh, in the Star Trek part of this. Are you allowed to say that? You're not even allowed to show it. No, it was. It was. They just said don't take any. The, the photographs haven't. And okay. this is all speculation. They didn't actually say it, but an alien race from Star Trek that we haven't seen for a while, not since Star Trek the motion picture, notably bald. <gasps> The, what were they called? The Deltons? Deltons. No, Deltons. That's yes. the speculation. Alia versus Kambata. Yep. And that's that's the speculation from one page that they showed. And then there was a uh, there was a lot of discussion about how well they do Star Trek and how well they do all their um, all their licensed stuff better mm-hmm. than anybody else does, really, with the, the amount of work they do to be true to the source material and the, the great artists like John Byrne who comes in there and just owns yeah. the area. Yeah. But the... Um, so the question was, is there going to be an explanation as to how Doctor Who gets into the Star Trek universe, or is it going to be just like the Batman-Spider-Man crossover where all of a sudden... But it's Doctor Who. You don't need an explanation. He can travel space-time as cross-dimensions. They said there's going to be an explanation. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, That's a good explanation. That's, uh, is, it is, as explanations go, it makes sense. Well, they, yeah. they, they, they alluded to the times when you had all those DC Marvel crossovers where it just happened to be someone yeah. who lived in New York who was visiting Gotham, and they right. just, oh, I've never been to Gotham them before right, i hear right. batman's here you know yeah those were just like you know except for the superman spider-man one yeah superman Spider-Man yeah. was awesome and the x-men teen titans one well the way the way they they contrived it to say well all these world big events they've never really met before right yeah right. so anyway. i do like the excuse for star trek superheroes which i still recommend yeah i wanted you to go great series so, um, do you have anything else? Oh, yeah. Well, there was Inspector Space Time. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're jumping ahead a little bit. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, there was an Inspector Space Time panel packed to the gills. It was like. They, were, they brought gills in, packed them just up yeah. to the top of the gills. Yeah. Hugely, hugely packed place. And they announced that. That was a disdainful sniff, by the way. That, that <laughs> was it? Yes. They announced a uh, Inspector Space Time web series intriguing yep. starring uh, Travis last name withheld um, who was excellent um, who did play Inspector Space Time in, in 30 seconds of community, community. yes, yes. But he's also he also talked about he'd gone in for another shot that they only use the audio for in a later yeah. episode where, where uh, the, they're watching the boys are watching an episode but you can't see the TV yes um and They've got a Kickstarter project right now to fund this stuff. Mm-hmm. It just opened up the day after the convention because mm-hmm. a large part of the Kickstarter video was filmed at Gallifrey with a lot of fans. Okay. And their goal is $20,000. They were and at 5000 5, last night. The first day they hit 5000 Wow. So. I okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. But apparently there will be no appearance of Horsebot 3000. Or Feline. Or Feline. Well, because it is community ignored. I mean, it's you said, you said Dan Harmon's aware, He's but a, not really approving. I mean, but not condoning but not judging. at best. At best, condoning quietly. Yeah, they, they pitched away. it, but there was no interest from the... Uh, and that's the part that surprised me, because I, I, I did completely think when I first saw the headline... That there was going to be an inspector based on what that it would be like attached to the community offices that made sense. And then I read the yeah, article that would make sense, yeah. wouldn't yeah. it? Yes. Yeah, the communities stopped doing a lot of their web their web shorts uh, like uh, Starburns, L Star Prince, and uh, what was the other one? Um, 
Oh, and then the ones they did during the Olympics. Okay. Uh, they did a bunch of those, but they haven't done any recently, sadly. Maybe after March 15th, but we'll get back to that we'll get back a to little that. later. I, did, did they... Did they announce the Doctor Who Cougar and Alley, Alley, uh, Abby? No, um, they did not. Crossover? No, no they did not. But they okay, should. We shouldn't talk about that. We though. shouldn't talk about okay. that. Um, but one more thing from Gallifrey also. Uh, well, wonderful, wonderful masquerade. Um, very exciting. Um, with a giant Addy pose, uh, which was one of my favorites. It, it was at least seven foot tall. At least seven foot tall. It was wow, awesome. That's a, that's they they worked it in a skit where the, uh, the master's uh, matter c- compressor <laughs> wand... Got depolarized, repolarized, and so it expanded it. Yeah, so it had this giant Addy pose, which was great. Um, but all in all, Very I, I had a looking. blast. Um, my blood alcohol level was fairly elevated for much of it. Huh. Yeah, starting about what, two? Yeah, about two. Yeah, um, I had one on the plane, so yeah. yeah, but it was a good time. Okay, and uh, that's wonderful. So let's talk some comics, then we'll come back, I think, to... I do you? I do. Do you read any? Do you like web comics? I'm okay with web comics. Okay, because I think a master of comics is going into web comics for this summer and may actually be something we want to read on a regular basis. Mark Wade has announced he's going to write a series of series. A series of series wow. of web comics and is not really launching at this point because he is experimenting with how at how best these these comics now aim directly at digital at the web. Oh, so how, so how he's to really produce experimenting it. with the form? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, he should One talk to my brother about that. Yeah. Oh, what's your, brother, what's your brother using? I have no idea. Okay. He's Does one he, half of the greatest writing well, team think, in history. I think your Mark brother Wade just basically Wade puts a JPEG up on a page, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Well, that's not exactly what we're talking about, but okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I don't know. I said pretty sure. I don't nah, know. What I don't know. I know. But, but just to, but just layout. He's talking about right. layout and how to change mm-hmm. and, and make things without being what he called you know doing cheap motion comics, limited right. motion, trying to find a way for the panel to guide in a way that regular reading regular comics can't. What is it going to take to make the web comic experience its own unique experience? And we talked about a lot about the readers and how they do that, and actually uh, both right. both graphically and Amazon. Are pushing really hard on small publishers using their tools to put their stuff up out yeah. there. So, yeah. so we'll now, see. Now, what is he doing it through? Is he has he said is he doing it on, uh, uh, on his this own far? Or? Just he's dealing with a working with the team of artists. Okay. Uh, and I saw a couple panels from a thing called Luther L U T H E R, but no relation to the BBC series. And um, it looks like a it looks like it's a zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, what I saw wasn't enough context to give me for sure that's that's what's going on. But it was interesting just kind of seeing he's doing. So I don't think he's gotten that far. I think he's making sure that he has a solid product that he's happy with, mm-hmm. and then it'll roll out. Okay. So dealing with that. Uh, and, of course, uh, everybody dreams about this, but the big news this week has been that in an attic. <laughs> an uh, attic? As I got, as I, got, I, got I thought it was a basement. A basement. In Virginia, a, a comic book data. collection, which according to Heritage Auction Sites is worth $2 million, 345 three books. Com- <laughs> no, 345 <laughs> But uh, Troy Benson texted me this afternoon and said this guy was like the Forrest Gump of comics because he has 45 What does that most mean? Coll- I'll tell you what it is. The most collectible comics of all time. And I did the math on this. Uh, when I uh, read an article talking about how old this man was when he passed away, he really wasn't old enough to have actually bought them the first time around. So he was a collector. Potentially, but as a kid, when before things had gotten really expensive. So like he was in the 40s, you know, died yeah. in the 80s. 
this guy who discovered it, his great aunt, said, "Oh, you read comics. I'm going to leave it. Leave my husband, your great uncle's collection, okay. to you." When I die, and the guy went, okay, and I got these, and his mom divided up these two boxes of comics, one to one brother, one to him, and he didn't really know anything about comics, and they were talking about, gee, wouldn't it be cool if you had, like, uh, an action comics number one, and he went back to the box and went through and went, I have an action comics number one. And he has a Detective Comics number 27. Oh. And he has a Captain America number 2, which is one of the rarest of the... Ca- he has Marvel Comics number 1, which is one of the most valuable. Um, basically, so again, 45 of the most collectible comics of all time are in this box. And probably just like reading them. Now, did, well, yeah, well, the action is... It's not in great shape, clearly by how much it's going, but it's still like $200,000. Yeah. yeah. Was action... Graded at like a three or something like that. Uh, it's yeah. fairly low. Something was a six. Something was a three. Something yeah, so they're not in great five. shape, but great enough that, um, well, you can afford a tank of gas. <laughs> now, here's the question. Did they have, because uh, I'm always looking for to someone to finally say they have one, uh, All Color Funnies Issue Zero, the, the rumored to be rarest comic that ever existed uh, that actually did get released. Uh, no one's seen one since, I think, the 70s. Was there one in there? I don't think so. Is anybody else picking up this strange tribal music? Yes. <laughs> Anna's got the okay. iMac going. Okay. Because she's got a video of herself to show. Um, and uh, that's okay. And you guys can make comments on it. Um, they also picked up this week that the Edgar Rice Burroughs uh, estate is suing Dynamite Comics oh. for their uh, Mars books and Lord of the Jungle. Because Why? even though it's trademark violation, they're saying that even though Tarzan is technically in the public domain, even though John Carter is, and, and they're calling the books, uh, the comic, the Mars one is Warlord of Mars. Right. And then Deja Thoris. Deja Thoris. And they're saying those are trademark violations For and that they should stop making it because the name? Disney, yes, because Disney has the rights, has been licensed the rights to do John Carter comics, and Dark Horse has the Tarzan. What about Lord of the Jungle? Lord of the Jungles, they're getting sued for this as well. Oh, so as I said, they can't use either one of those. Uh, Dynamite does not care. They're moving forward with these books that are successful anyway, but uh, it's just kind of interesting, because I think a few weeks ago I did ask you that. Why is Dynamite calling their Tarzan book Lord of the Jungle? And then I see that Dark Horse Presents has a Tarzan feature in it. So clearly yeah. Dark Horse has officially been licensed the right by the by the ERB people to do Tarzan. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because it, every publisher out there is coming out with this set of uh, of Mars books. I mean, right. There's whole sections in, in uh, Barnes & Noble of, of reprints of that from different publishers. Well, one thing I picked up is that it's possible that the, co- the trademark law is different worldwide, and so that in the United States it might be in public domain, but it's not yet in England. Interesting. And so there may be a legal defense from there. It seems unlikely, protect that. given that it's a U.S. copyright. Yeah, and, and so. usually it's reversed. Usually it's, yeah. it's more stringent. It may have been. It may have been published later in England. That's true. May have know, been. So I, I don't. I don't know the deal. So. Uh, so, uh, Chris, I didn't know you could do the hustle as well as you've been doing these last two minutes. I'm so glad I, that, you've pro- that, the, the tans- that the background music has been provided for you to show us your mad moves. Um, and uh, apparently Archie Comics, because we haven't mentioned Archie in a while, uh, is doing an Occupy Riverdale issue. 
Okay. I'm still getting over Archie meets Kiss. I'm sorry. And the last issue of which came out today, so I'm looking forward to finishing that. That's been so, a fun series, actually. Okay. Kind of, and it's by uh, both. So is Veronica in the one percent? Yes. <laughs> and in fact, the cover shows Archie hiding behind a tree, um, with uh, a, and on one side is is Betty and uh, Veronica and Mr. Lodge are the one percent off on the right, while everybody else is over on the left. Jughead's so, calling for a mic check. It is being written by the same <laughs> by the same guy who wrote Archie Meets Kiss, which is Alex Segura, who had used he formerly worked what's, for DC. What's the, what's the principal's name? Uh, Mr. Weatherby. Mr. Weatherby's going around spraying pepper and <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, pardon me for this little. <laughs> if I could uh, interrupt for a moment, speaking Please of do. pepper spray, <laughs> has anyone seen the video of the man getting pepper sprayed outside of Tower of Terror? At, Dis- at Disneyland slash California Adventure? No. no. <laughs> Friend of the program, Jason Salazar's Facebook page has this video posted on it now. Not surprised. I like this, that Jason guy. This drunken lunatic was causing a scene and gets pepper sprayed by a security guard. It is the most ridiculous Disneyland video I've ever it seen. It only gets better if that, that Disney employee was in a mouse suit. That would be awesome. Uh, if, if Tigger were to Tigger. pepper spray. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Tigger. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Peppa. Anyway, uh, and then uh, you picked up, I don't know, did you get this out of Gallifrey? Oh, or is it just that you picked it up and you were excited that the the latest Dark Tower or the latest oh. Gunslinger novel? No. The Wind Through the Keyhole? I ordered uh, mine through Grant Books. Okay. And so I ordered the artist edition. The artist edition. Which has Jay Lee, Jay Lee art. Who did the art, at least on the first series right. for Dark Tower for Marvel. And I got a shipment notice from okay. him that they've shipped my copy. So it's so in the mail excited. right now. I'm, I'm. That's a great big surprise because Amazon has the standard edition not coming out until April. I think that's true. They're waiting for the artist edition to sell out, which is going to happen. And then, the, and then the standard edition isn't going to have any of Well, there's, there's actually a more – the artist edition is not the rarest type. There's actually a signed numbered set with King signing numbered that all the way back to the first Dark Tower Gunslinger book, there's been this, this high-level uh, uh, rare uh, – I don't know how many, maybe 2,000 copies – and you have to get the next one in that number. You have to own the previous one in that number. Do you have the rights to that? No, I do not. I, oh. I, I'll tell you sometime the story as to how I actually, because I wasn't a Stephen King fan when that came out. Right. I think you have, have told us that yeah. story on the air, too. So. Okay. Um, okay. And another odd superhero tie-in, and I think, Nate, you're going to go with Road Trip. Sonic Burgers is giving away yeah. Justice League tater tot toys. I love Sonic Burgers. So I can exciting. tell you where I will be going next time I drive down to L.A. I will not stop at McDonald's for dinner. I will go to Sonic. Where, which township would you stop at Sonic for? Uh, Gilroy. There's a, Son- oh, Gilroy. There's a Sonic yeah. closer here. Just go north. Uh, not if you're going to L.A. That's it's north. Not, it's not right, closer. you're going to L.A. Oh, there's yeah. one in Livermore. Yeah. Oh, Livermore. There's one in Tracy. Tracy. There's yes. one in Bend, Oregon. Or Myrtle Creek, actually. Yes. And there's one in Ripon. Oh, Ripon. Ripon. What a town. Isn't there one in Pitches or Pitches or whatever it's called? I now you're know. just making stuff up. No, it's true. It's, there's a I got I got 99 problems, but Pitches ain't one. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, yeah. You dig deep that was for a, that one there, Derek. That was a disdain. Well done. That was, that really? Was, let's, let's hear your. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Your disdainful sniff. 
Not as powerful oh, no, as the, mine. Mine was blowing air out. Oh, me. oh. That's a disdainful snore. It was hails. That was, that was Rick the Silverback. <laughs> okay. So Wow. Let's go to movies, shall we? We shall. this one, this is for Gaz Gretzky. Long-time listener. Gaz. First-time caller. Non-time caller. I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, he hasn't been around for a little. Well, or maybe we've just been too late. Uh, I just picked this up on the wires. This just in. I'm gonna, I am going to do a math problem for you. You're going to tell me what it adds up to. Ready? All right, done. Okay. Walt Disney Pictures. Done. Plus. Okay. Johnny Depp. Okay. Plus. Mm-hmm. Edgar Wright. Okay. Equals. What's a blanket too? What fanboy dream? What obscure? I mean, fairly obscure. Yeah. Just oh. announced. House of Leaves, the animated series. Ooh, I, I would like. I would love. Have to you see read that? that? I have. Excellent. Uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. No, that's although that is being remade with uh, Mr. Lobo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, Kolchak, oh! the Night Stalker. Oh, nice. Okay, that's awesome. I wish this was on video. So Johnny Depp seeing Christopher J. Garcia's face. face. I know. Wait a minute. Is like, Johnny Depp for one? Split is Johnny second. Depp Kolchak or is he the, He's the vampire? He's Kolchak. Oh, okay. Sweet. And for one split second, there you're right. Garcia's mouth was bigger than his beard. That's impossible. No, that's, it, that's it was, manga. It was like it was. He became a chibi Garcia. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, wow. no other details than that. Just know it's going to happen, or at least it's it, everybody's agreed to sit down and try to make it happen. That'd be cool. The only problem with Kolchak is the last one sucked. The uh, the, the last series, the yeah, remake the with series. Stuart Townsend. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, are they going to do it as a seventies period piece? Mm-hmm. Because. Because I think one of the things that made the the TV revival suck is what makes Kolchak work so well is he's Darren McGavin. He's the rumpled old newspaper man, yeah, yeah. which just doesn't exist in 2012. You know yeah. that guy just isn't there. So you're saying he's going to be a disillusioned blogger? <laughs> he's a disillusioned <laughs> blogger. He's going to be Andrew Sullivan. He writes for the Penny Saver. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, Wave columnist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I. Yeah, I wrote for them once. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Out that hurt. Thanks. Okay, bring up. Uh, wow. He's going to be working for Fanboy Planet, uh, disillusioned uh, entertainment writer. Um, yeah, and uh, other projects trying to get going. Masi Oka, special yes, effects artist and actor who uh, was on Heroes, was Hero on Heroes, uh, and in Get Smart it has brought Bleach to Warner Brothers. So it's quite possible that Bleach is going to move forward as a live action now that they've killed the Akira idea. And they're going to turn to Bleach. Akira starring Caucasian. Yes, but that's all gone. Members. It's dead. It's dead. Good. It, it dead. never existed. We don't have to talk about it. Good for them. Yeah. I don't but even know what we're Bleach, talking about. What Bleach is? Uh, what about Akira? Akira? What's Akira? It, it's dead. We're not talking about it. It doesn't. Never mind. What was it? Yeah. But uh, um, but Bleach is a. I mean, Bleach is a long manga anime. Yeah. So it's like, how would you do that? They've done movies. They've well, done Bleach so, movies. So do one in English I guess language, so. Yeah. 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 Just do a franchise. That's the goal. Everybody yeah. wants a franchise. Nobody wants a it's film kind of a weird, done in it's one. It's kind of a weird story. I've never really got into it. It's like a samurai, ghost hunter, possessed, and go on. swords. And it goes so slow. It's like a Jim oh, yeah. Jarmusch movie. Well, it's, and it's one of those ones where all the half of the fighting is them just yelling back and forth. Yeah. Jim Jarmusch. Anime. <laughs> yes, it's it's very it does have a, a very similar sort of feel to the last thirty minutes of Akira. <laughs> Tetsuo Kaneda, my bike scene. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the last half hour. Thank you. Spoiler. 
<laughs> wow. And yeah. that's why Warner couldn't make Rose it as a live action film. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bleach, it seems a reach for me. Bleach um, is a reach. It is. I mean, it's not. I Although, don't think... did you see the the latest Studio Ghibli? Yeah, Ghibli, Ghibli the Secret World of Arietti, which is the really Borrowers. Good. Yes, looks really good. It does. Okay. <laughs> did anybody see Ghost Rider? Spirit not of yet. Vengeance? No, no, either. no, not yet. Is it already out of theaters? It is out of theaters. Yeah, it's actually at a blockbuster. I have to bin. see. I have to yeah. see the first movie first. It maybe it. Re- no, you don't. Have you no? not seen the first? I've one? I've never seen the first one. It's on. It's like number two on my Netflix queue right now. Oh, you are so trapped by the help. <laughs> yeah, I am. Actually, I expand. No, pinned down on, by on, the help. Oh no! On, on Monday, I went to the two-out plan. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Extra two bucks a month <laughs> because when I when I when I when I told Debbie about it, she goes, "Why haven't you done that already?" And I said, "That's enough for me." <laughs> okay, well, if she said so. Yeah. How's that day job search going? Uh, Not so much. I had a lunch in San Francisco. Oh, we can talk nice. about later. Okay. I love San Francisco. We all love San Francisco. I know. Uh, did you uh, see? Since Nate had that, uh, what was that? The PF trailer that he hit? was that what was it yes, called? Yes. PF. PF. That's right. No. The, the FP. FP. Fraser Park. Is Fraser that Fraser Park? Park? Okay, so I saw a trailer today. Uh, Josh Dysart actually posted on Facebook, and so I followed this. T- I like Josh Dysart. Called uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Uh, a bizarre. Is this a sequel to Castle in the Clouds? No, probably not. Okay, uh, no. Beyond the Black just Rainbow. Just kind of. I, it's. it's I, I'm just going to guide people to YouTube to look at this video, uh, this trailer. It's from Magnet Film Releasing. It's not starring anybody I've ever heard of, but it looked live action. absolutely fa- live action. Fascinating kind of mind games played on an adolescent girl in the 1970s, and it's filmed kind of in a 16-millimeter look. Oh, and, nice. And uh, reminded me a lot in a uh, look as if Andy Warhol had directed THX 1138. Bring go play. You're going to have to think yes. about that for a little bit. I want you to think about that. Hmm. Uh, so I... Or produced THS 1138 because yeah. I don't think he didn't direct Flesh for Frankenstein or Blood for Dracula, did he? I Somebody else did that. Yeah, I think that was uh, the guy with the right. name, his name I can never remember. Right, so, okay, good. Good, the guy. John Smith. That is an awkwardly long name. Yeah, that's a the really guy with awkward the name, name whose name I can never remember. Uh, the uh, And the guy who directed this, remembering his last name is Cosmatos, his father was the director of Tombstone. Oh, oh, um, him. Yes. I think I, I may have even met him back in the day. Okay. So yes. um, interesting looking film. I just want to direct people to it. Um, it's a, It may be a little too heady for me to post on Fanboy Planet just because uh, it's, it's really a red line weird. trailer or something? It wasn't. It was just kind of weird and uncomfortable. And okay. I try to keep that, you know, when Family people go friendly. to pages, at least, you know, you know what you're getting into. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. it looks really interesting. And as usual, Josh Dysart, excellent taste. And uh, so glad glad to have followed that link and gone, huh, I learned something. That's the type of stuff I write about in the drink tank every week on efanzines.com. Hmm. You do. I do. I'm glad you uh, had that chance to mention <laughs> yeah. that. Blog away. Blog away. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's move to some television stuff, shall we? Yes. Um, Arrow, the CW pilot for Green Arrow, has cast... Uh, They're just calling it Arrow? It's just called Arrow. Because they did a they did a, a, t- a focus group thing and green is just not in did, for 2013. Well, why don't they do what Disney did and just call it like Oliver? Because Ollie Queen, Ollie Queen, magical Consider arrows. Consider yourself an arrow. Yeah, 
Anyway. Really? More Give arrows? It. Go, sir? Chris Garcia. Give us your disdainful sniff. <laughs> well, that was pretty good, actually. It was more of a visual, uh, yeah. but it was good. It was good. Anyway, they have cast an actress named Katie Cassidy as Dinah Laurel. Okay. Uh, Stephen uh, Amell as Oliver Queen. And this week they cast an actor named Colin Donnell as Tommy Merlin. So you would believe that somebody who become Merlin the Archer who is Green Arrow's uh, adversary. Nemesis. Yes. So we have a good-looking young cast of uh, 20-somethings to play dissolute 20-somethings who uh, Oliver Queen <laughs> is going to learn. At least they're 20-somethings playing 20-somethings. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you're right. This is shocking. That they <laughs> exactly. apparently the description is that uh, that Oliver Queen will be about 28. Yeah, and so they've is actually that cast, cast someone about that. Glee cast is looking like <laughs> holy crap. Like, did you see that this week about what is it? Finn and yeah. uh, that they're actually dating. Yes, Leah yes. Michelle and and, and, and then and the Corey, article, Mon- uh, Corey Moncrief. And Moncrief and and then it said Corey Monteith. Yeah, and Monteith, it said. Yeah. Uh, and it said, you know, he's 29. I'm like, yeah, playing a junior in high school at 29. <laughs> Still not as bad as... Uh, oh, he's a senior. Head of the class? He's a senior. They're graduating. Are they seniors this year? Yes. Okay, I, I haven't watched. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Yesterday's episode was so sad. Oh, man. It was, it was, was dark. It, was, it was it so sad in a... It's sad or is it pathetic? Sad? No, it was oh, sad. sad. It was sad in tragic Dang it, now and I have to terrifying. Watch. Now I have yeah. to watch. Thanks. And okay. it ended on a cliffhanger that we don't get resolved until April. Okay. April! Okay. Um, Doctor Who, new season started filming this week. Yes. So yes. we can look forward to that in September. It's too long. I know. It's too uh, long. September will be here in no time. It, yeah. It, thanks. That's true. Uh, there's a Young Justice video game being developed. Really? So it's going to take place between seasons one and two, and it is scripted by series creator Greg Weissman. Okay. I'm- who is the creator of Gargoyles and who had done the uh, spectacular Spider-Man uh, cartoon, which I really loved that as well. Yeah. And I love Gargoyles. I was the wrong age for it, so I never really got into Gargoyles. There what was, I've seen of it was pretty good. It I was remarkably mature for for, for something Disney, that really felt like a Disney, Disney product. Afternoon, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes. you had Jonathan Frakes doing voice acting. He was really good. And Marina Sirtis. Jonathan, yes. he was the bad guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and so. I think Brent Spiner too for a while. I think he was in there. I think it was a lot of next generation yeah. people actually made it in there. Yeah. So that's that's going on. Looking forward to that. And of course, the big thing is March fifteenth. We don't need Doctor Who because we have finally Community six back. seasons and a movie. No, not so much. But still, <laughs> at least they're going to finish out this season and uh, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe another. So no word on that. But at least uh, we get to see. Community return. Yes. How meta will it get? I'm very excited. Pretty meta. Yeah, for the last two episodes of the season, it's about, it's not a paintball thing again, it's about blanket forts. I'm very excited. That very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Also, the return of John Goodman, I think, in two episodes. Well, so. he, yeah, wow. he hasn't done as many as they had contracted yeah. him to. So. I think it was five. Yes. So he's done two and a half. When does Game of Thrones come back? Is that in March? Is it that early? I want to say it was April, but maybe I'm I'm a little uh, wrong on that. So we can survive from week to week. Yeah. Geek we'll, to geek. Yeah. We'll do, Game of Thrones will get us through into the summer. and yeah, then this year just Something snip. through the summer, and then we'll get Doctor Who in, in uh, September. I think we can survive then. We can yeah. make it. We can just make like, it. Just like leaping from log to log on this kind of uh, media frogger game that we play. <laughs> exactly See, for, me, for me, it's, uh, it's Mad Men pushes me through to... Uh, because that starts May see, March I've got, 17th. See, I've, I've got the lifeline because I haven't watched any of it, so I can start 
anytime. I should go back now that I have Netflix online. Yeah. Yes. And then True Blood right after Mad Men. Oh, that's what's going to get me through the summer. That's, that'll True get you through. Yep. A little True Blood. Dennis O'Hare coming back. Anyway, what's getting what's getting Nate through uh, the the um, this wonderful Red Hulk this wonderful winter summer we're having? <laughs> yes, uh, is Walking Dead and Comic Book Men. So talk about it, Nate, because the rest of us we just don't know. So nobody watched either either episode. Yeah, no. no, we were in Los on, Angeles. Gallifrey. They don't I get was TV also in Los, in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes, but you weren't at a convention. Oh, we were in LA, California. <sighs> so was I. <laughs> oh, anyhow, well, that's awkward. Which is uh, an alternate dimension. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead was uh, was good. I'm I'm sad that Lon's not here to chew it up, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to see Lori post a car accident, acting like an idiot, and uh, Shane acting like a moron, and uh, the the drama of the three gents uh, trapped in the bar where they. Are they trapped in a bar? Well, they weren't trapped, but the the guys that they shot, their friends came looking for those guys. Uh. So they didn't want to just walk out and say, yeah, we shot your buddies. So uh, they were kind of trapped in the bar. Did Rick blow the new guys away? Uh, No, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Nobody blew anybody away, really. All right. There were some shots fired. Okay. Um, But, you know, I think it was a good episode. Shane is being his normal disingenuous lying self. So, yeah, it was good times. And Comic Book Men? Comic Book Men, to, for me, this episode was superior to episode one. Did they have another competition? There was no competition. Good. Uh, they did have a customer who owned, spoilers on, a Batmobile. Wow. A uh, full-size running oh, yeah. human he, it was his drivable. Car. He drove to the store in the Batmobile. It was the uh, Adam West Batmobile, and he let the guys That's ride around. That's two Chevy Impalas, you know. Right around in it. <laughs> Welded together. Yeah. I did I not know that. I did not know that. And then uh, Jason Mewes stopped by the shop. Oh. What? And proceeded to open up a bunch of toys and play with them, and then take, <laughs> basically take comic books and toys and leave without himself paying for them. They're like, no, we're not letting him leave without paying for this stuff. And then poor Ming... Had to put his purchase on his own credit card because everybody is a jerk to Ming. Yeah, I see. All right. Someday Ming is going to snap. I yeah, think that's Ming at is going to go crazy on everybody. <laughs> I may have to check the show out. That's the winter hiatus episode. <laughs> it's it's for for <laughs> this style. new cast because everyone else was killed for this style of documentary. Um, it kind of reality show documentary. It's well filmed. It's uh, the, it's well mic'd. I mean, everything is everything is top notch in this show. Quasi reality show, yeah, more yeah. scripted uh, reality, kind of like Pawn Stars. And it's kind of like shows. they they pick the and scenes. Think, they're and I do. think from week to week, if things uh, die down a little, they'll just uh, send in Jason Mewes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'd do it. Well, did, did according they... to the podcast parts of the show. Kevin Smith didn't know Muse was going to be there. He called and said, "Hey, Kevin, sending me over." And he's like, "I didn't send you over." <laughs> no, that and that too is still very Jason Muse. Exactly. So, how much was it the same amount of Kevin Smith in the uh, show, or did um, they? Because it yeah. seemed like they were trying to they're going to spin the other guys up and not have to have him in every show. So he was there. The, I mean, the, the whole podcast thing is he's kind of the host of the podcast, similar to that's, our very own Derek McCaw. But that's not the like Smodcast that, only, that they. Only do. It's not famous. Smodcast, no. 
So is that right. a real podcast that they do? Uh, I've never get me that Hugo know. Award. I've never seen and one. Then I can been, rest. <laughs> yeah, I know show. that there's the Smodcast, and then there's the <laughs> exactly. Steve Jan, Dave one or whatever it's called. Jay and Silent Bob get from the grave. Jobs. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bunch of podcasts. I guess he does. So it could have been a real new one. I don't know. It's been known to happen. And so how about some wrestling news there, Chris? Hey, let me give you a couple of wrestling news. Uh, first of all, we have uh, an injury. Uh, there's a big battle royal uh, at a little thing called battle. Raw. Battle. Battle royal. Yeah, there's a, a, James there's, yeah, there's a apostrophe there that just isn't written. Um, but a uh, couple of injuries. A lot of folks got thrown out, looked really bad. Yes. Um, but the only real injury out of it was that Wade Barrett, winner of the first NXT uh, former, I recall that show. Yes. Uh, English gentleman. Uh, dislocated his elbow. Will probably be out six to eight weeks. Ouch. Um, six, I think it's six, no, it's seven weeks until WrestleMania. So he's probably going to, because that's the biggest single payday of the year. Right. So right. he's probably going to come back before he's ready and probably going to get hurt again. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> you look forward to it. I look forward to it a lot. Nice. Um, the other thing is there is a Twitter war going on. Between CM Punk and Chris Brown. Um, the uh, singer, Chris the Brown? The singer, Chris Brown, yes. The woman-beating singer, drug addict, I'm Chris sorry, that's Brown. what I meant to say. It was implied. Yes. The, uh, it all started, uh, I think, about Saturday or Sunday. And uh, also, and you know, sort of this legitimizes CM Punk, who's one of the WWE's big... Uh, project they want to make him into their big like sort of figure, and uh, Chris Brown actually said uh, that CM Punk had inferior man junk. That was sort of the. Is that a quote? That was a quote. What the? What? <laughs> yes. Now, when he says inferior, like non-functional, uh, diminutive. I want to say it's actually a reference. Poxy. <laughs> I want to say it's a reference to steroids. Um, um, but isn't. I know, I, you know, uh, I know. I don't pay attention that closely, but CM Punk isn't he the guy that is famous for being the straight edge guy? Yeah, exactly, and that was part of his response. Yes. Okay. Uh, Thank you. I'm sorry. You can still I, f- I didn't mean to jump the gun on that. Oh no. Yeah, okay. you can still find. Quite the, uh, there are a bunch of sites of uh, wrestling sites that have already uh, uh, cataloged and uh, presented the uh, thing, so you can go find it pretty much anywhere on the net. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really it's impressive that you know CM Punk has gone to that next level where he's managing to get. Real big time celebrities annoyed at him, uh, so that's awesome. How is, that is awesome. How did he annoy Chris Brown? I don't understand. Did he say, "You beat Rihanna, and Probably. I won't forget that that you're a <laughs> jerk"? I want to say that's almost exactly word I for word what he said. He I can't listen to my right? Rihanna yeah, albums tweeted, without thinking about. Yeah, he tweeted something about. He might have even just been retweeting about the. Uh, uh, I'm not okay with Chris Brown performing at the Grammys, and you shouldn't be either. I'm just loving the fact that these guys are all tweeting. Yeah. It's this is like... <laughs> well, that's one of the things that WWE is... Pushing. Well, but I'm agreeing with CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come out on a limb and say that, and sure. say, I'm sorry, I don't believe that a, a mm-hmm. woman abuser uh, gets to just be forgiven and gets to be the headliner right. of... That's right. And it's know. not like this is the first time, because last year he was doing shows... On TV as well, even closer to when he beat up Rihanna. Yeah. I don't remember what award I show it was. I've never the Grammys 2000. I don't know. All I know is that I really could not t- tell you one of his songs, and I never will be able to, if I'm lucky. He did one of those things as a high school teacher. I'm sure you will. You will be able to yeah. eventually. 
talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, no, I, I, I can be pretty ignorant of pop music. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, woohoo. Working NPR, at it. NPR, NPR. He's just catching on to the spin doctors. So, look. <laughs> I got a pocket full of kryptonite. <laughs> right now. What? Yeah. Fair enough. Cleopatra's cat is smarter than me. Okay, go ahead. What's next on the eighth? That was a deep cut. I got no more agenda. <laughs> I am done. So are you done? Free, we're just going to freeform from here on out. No, we're going to so say. Go, let's, Nate, how you doing? Doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Hey, Rick, Rick how do you? How do? you feeling? If you got any questions, I've comments, compliments, Good commentary. Day. Oh wait, one more thing. Oh yes, Image Expo. I'm going to be at Image Expo yes. this weekend. I think Rick Brettschneider is attending as well. Yes, Rick. If my back gets better, Chris what, Virginia Garcia, are you going? Huh? Sadly, I, I am not. You injured your Shameful. back in L.A. Derek Reginald McCaw is not attending. No, unfortunately, I am not able to attend. However. I have to assume nobody emailed you at editor at fanboyplanet.com with questions. Nope, nobody did. I have to assume nobody emailed you at sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com Nobody with did. This is an official call for questions, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the Fanboy Planet podcast. Anything you want to if ask. If you want to ask anything, I'm a big guy. I'm not afraid to ask these little comic book creators the hard questions. Did we okay. uh, tweet that out uh, on the uh, Fanboy Planet Facebook page? We should do that tonight. You should. You should tweet it on the Fanboy Planet Facebook page. <laughs> yes, Derek. It is connected to the Twitter account. I put it there. Come uh, so, here. Nate, Boo. I want you to ask him. <laughs> but I created the ask Twitter who? account. Ask uh, what's his name? The this guy is with true. The Mc, McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. Todd okay. McFarlane. Say, Todd, why have you forsaken me? And then just look at him longingly for like 20 seconds. I will do that. Perfect. And you know what? It'll be great audio. If he reaches for his pepper audio. spray. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, call for questions, guys. Any Alrighty. image creator that is there, you can go to the website and check check out who's there. I will ask them any question. I do not care. He promises he will ask them any question. So marriage proposals. Um, that could be awkward. McFarlane is uh, married, though, I think. You know, so I think most, you're probably, of them, you're probably most of them these days are married, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Most of them who? comic book creators that are going to be there at Image Expo. Fair enough. This time. Okay. So anyway, uh, until next week. Or no, uh, we talk about next week. We're not. We're going to take a week off. We are taking a week off. We're taking a week off. Sorry, yeah. fanboys. Yes, because uh, Rick to, is, is going to go up and tell a big software company what they're doing wrong. Oh. Oh, my. Jinx! 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 Don't jinx! Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. Anyway... So that just happened. <laughs> Snape. Thank you, Lon. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, people, that was not planned at all. <laughs> nope. So anyway, this is Darren McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Nate Costa. And I'm Hugo Award winner, the <laughs> Reverend Dr. Christian <laughs> <Jay> Garcia. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to... Use your powers only for good. You recorded that, didn't you? Recorded what? Exactly. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.